Hey everybody, are you ready for some mancers? mancers. <laughs> you sound like such a pervert. <laughs> it's mancers time. Mancers. Hey kids, you mancers. want some candy? Mancers. We've got oh. your filthy mancers. Yeah. Wow. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hi. Hey. Hey, hi, hi. Hello, howdy. Welcome to Mansers, everybody. The Toxic Podcast for a Better Tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> B-Todd is Miss CTG, your normal three. Less classy intro this time. Just going to get straight to the guff. I was like, I don't feel like we we dropped in class. I think we just, we actually streamlined that bitch today. Yeah, I don't we think we ever really had class when it comes to never had class. <laughs> Your three favorite hosts, Jerk Sauce, Beef Patty, and Coleslaw. Oh, hey, <laughs> let them know. And Jerk Sauce, right? Jerk Sauce. You're, you always so. Jerk Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not me. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's new in the world today? You know, it's when your worlds. Um. Awesome. Yeah. It's good yeah, podcasting like, right there. What the fuck is new? I'm getting old, so I'm doing old people shit. Uh, Ooh. Trying to find a chiropractor because my back is ruined. And I'm, oh, yeah. I've been getting up, making old noises, sitting down, making old noises. Shit is rough. I don't know. That's been my life for some years now, so. No, like my back has always been messed up, but like from snowboarding trip that we just took, like it is just terrible. Yes, understood. Doctor, sorry to hear, buddy. Not a backyotomy. That sounds like a sex position. Well, it sounds like actually, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a (laughs) well lyric. (laughs) It it sounds like a lyric that Sukihana would. It's a Dave Chappelle quote from Half Baked, actually. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. In case anybody was wondering, it is twenty days and eight hours until my birthday. Okay, we're still on the The countdown. I need to to post something today to remind everybody. So yeah, make sure you guys get your birthday tribute posts together. Okay, and I'll be, you know, I'll have my Venmo, my Cash App, and my uh, Zelle information available. Yeah, so just you know, keep all that in mind. And um, sponsorships for the pod will also be well received as gifts. So you're welcome. Oh, do Israel and I get a portion of those? Yeah, how does that work? The pod for the pod. So if somebody wanted to sponsor the pod as a gift, right? That would be all of us, huh? Yeah, we're just making sure your ethics are clean. Guys, Lord forbid someone gives you podcast money podcast. on your birthday weekend and you're like, oh, so, they specifically <laughs> just wanted me to have it. Not questioning their integrity. <laughs> you, I feel like if they don't specifically, you know, indicate is pod sponsorship versus right. birthday love, I can't really help you. But as, if they say it's for the pod, it's for the pod, baby. And just just a notice for everybody out there: the IRS now is tracking everything. Venmo, PayPal, oh, Zelle, six hundred dollars or more. Are the really? only way to get out of that is if you say it's a gift for a friend, 
if you say it's for rent money, because there are some of us where you get the rent money sent to you and then one person pays the rent if there's a roommate situation. So you can say it's for rent. It is. It's to help you from not having to tell the IRS you're making a lot more money than you are. So, well, it was for my birthday as a gift. So. Do you have to write it in the memo or have it like when Yeah, just have it in the memo. It's it, it's easier to prove your case that way if it's written in the memo. Oh, because like my boy asked me to borrow six hundred dollars. I sent it to him. And I didn't like that shit there. Well. It's his problem now. It's not yours. But you duped him. Listen, wow. the IRS is gonna get their money. And it's tax season. They're shaking. They're shaking. Do you all, do you all, Miss CTG May, because she's Caribbean, but how late do you wait to do your taxes? Yikes. I found that most Caribbean people wait to like the last possible moment, just that they don't spend all of their their money that quickly. Uh, That's not my reasoning, but you're still going to spend it when you get it. No, you're still going to spend it, right? But if you, but if you wait, you spend it like late, like at least a month or two later into the year. I guess. Say, as I've become self-employed, as I've become, <laughs> I haven't had a business for years. Um, my deadline, my my deadline has gotten a lot later. When I was just employed and definitely getting returns, yeah, I was filing that shit as quick as possible. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh. The do you do quarterly, Miss Not at the moment. No, Not the probably moment, should, but all right, that's you know, okay. Not okay. myself. Yeah, I um. This is getting too personal. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I have a a quick question for you. For who, me? For everyone. For everyone here. Okay. Minus myself. LOL. <laughs> Motherfucker. Being that uh, it is February, it is Black History Month, some people are over it and just feel like doesn't need to be a month anymore. Do you feel like Black History Month, a month in the first does more place. damage or more good for our collective wokeness as a nation? Ooh. <laughs> the woke see is the it's the qualifier of the wokeness. Yes. That, um honestly it's ooh. I think it's still teetering towards more good than damage, but the the ratio is getting close. Because people will be out of pocket, especially these corporations. And every year, every February, I feel like a lot of white people are more upset about Black History Month than in the years before. And it's mm-hmm. very confusing to me. Um, but on the good side, seeing corporations do things to support Black businesses and Black culture, even if it's just in the name of marketing, I think there's still people who can learn something and who are benefiting from those efforts. So I think it's still leaning towards better than worse, but I definitely think it has created some bullshit divides. Here's some good context before Israel gives his answer. Mm-hmm. Black History Month, in the middle of the nation trying to withhold critical race theory from being taught in schools. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's an interesting caveat. But uh, Israel, the question to you. So I think it's absolutely still necessary because our 
our kids that are coming up behind us is still learning bullshit. Huh. Or not like, learning anything at all. Or, yeah, like there are so many. There was a, I mean, a year or two ago, there was a an issue where Texas school books, like history books, were saying that slaves were just like employees and that they were being paid. Oh, yeah. Like, just <laughs> I employees. <laughs> like stuff like that, because of stuff like that, like I definitely think like, oh, we need somebody to talk through this shit. Slaves but the thing is, it should just be regular fucking curriculum. It's ridiculous that it's reserved for 28 days out of an entire 365. It's yeah, let's throw another month on there. Let's give, let's do like September. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's make it every six months. I don't know if that's six months. That was nine, seven. Be like Black yeah. History Month and then African Diasporic History Month. <laughs> Lord. That way it includes like the Caribbean and, and Latin America and things. Yeah, there's so much. And I mean, even now, the, the thing that irritates me the most and has irritated me is even with companies, they just talk about the same fucking people. Like, there's yeah. so many That's black people place. have done so I many different well. things in history. Like, Tubman. Jesus Sojourner Christ. Bruce. Rosa Parks again. Who? Martin Luther, Martin Luther King. You know what I mean? And and don't get me wrong, they're important they're important pieces to our to our nation's history as a whole. But like there are so many things that people don't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many black people, like, you know, the richest person that ever lived in our known history, not just in America, was an African king. Masa Muslim. Yeah. But like how many people know that? Listen, <laughs> I feel real embarrassed now that Todd hit that name quick. I had no clue. Yeah. I didn't think I would bring because up this topic and I didn't have my cards decked. I mean, clearly <laughs> prepared, my boy, prepared. This this is also like, White skin. you know, <laughs> just this, I, re- I refute that. There's also opportunities to, to talk about black, uh, black uh, authors. Yeah. Um, black producers. Yeah. Black directors. Yeah. You know, it's not just the same. Pod exactly. Yeah. Pod, you know, scientists. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, like they keep bringing up little shit that, like, is you know we know, like George Washington Carver. It is the same, same facts brought up over and over again. Like, if you can't tell me nothing new about peanuts, don't tell me about J C W. Yeah, W C no more. But like, there's there's a perfect there's unfortunately there's a perfect opportunity with so many of the so many people passing to discuss people like Sidney Poitier. Oh, right to just to to understand why he's important, and it may not hit everybody the same. Especially like I, I think for people that are in the field of they're doing acting and everything like that, that that understand what his contributions his have meant yeah. to that world. Yeah, but everyone should know. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, he his name comes up all the time. <laughs> right, like people, different people bring his name up all the time. Mister Chips. And we just don't know, a lot of people just don't know what he means to our world. I I, I would prefer that. If I can just touch on that is because I think what you're saying is really important. And part of the history component of this month, I feel, keeps us in that loop and in that energy of Black suffering, right? And I think that maybe to Todd's point, a second month 
we take after take a piece out of Kanye's book and make a Black Future Month, Black Present and Future Month, because those things also get to be celebrated. Uh, in addition to us remembering where we came from, but you know, celebrating where we're going, and I think the history component of it makes people feel like they can only talk about the things that happened when pictures were still in black and white. Right. So, I, I'm just over the theatrics of it, like the theatrics of we're going to really observe Black History Month to show that we are one people and that we love and Ooh, care. Sad. Like it's largely it's a corporate thing handed down, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like you see it all over corporate America, people mm-hmm. trying to force their. It, I hate listening words. to semi-racist people try and talk about race like in a positive way. Just like I hate listening to people who are just uncomfortable talking about race being forced to, and just like sitting there and just lofting up the simple things that we've heard a hundred times over. Yes, we know Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat on the bus. Don't want to take away anything less from what Rosa Parks did. I am just merely saying like, I agree with y'all. We can push this further and I'm tired of the theatrics of, well, we just have a black history month because so much tragic shit has happened to black people in this country year after year, after decade, after decade, after century, after century. And especially now more than ever, when we're seeing critical race theory, being attacked and trying to be erased from school. It's just like, well, where does that stop? Let's just erase black history month too. Let's just, you know, let's just go back to just That's a sound bite. Somebody's about to steal and be like, they need uh, something to turn that against me. For sure. Johnson says we should just erase black history month. I'm the new Joe <laughs> Rogan. Even, 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 even with the idea of critical race theory, right? Isn't that mostly or primarily taught in law school? Only? Like it's not no, even taught. This is, this is an elementary school subject. This is basically it's just talking. It's not. It's not, though. Critical I, race theory is being brought up in high schools and middle schools. It was schools, never taught there. It was it. It was never. No. It was, it was it was never never it was, they're equating fucking black history with critical race theory. No, I'm yeah, sorry. They're equating American history right. <laughs> with critical race theory at this point. Yeah, right. and I think that's why they get so scared because they're like, "Oh, now all." I-. First of all, we need to know where we were to know to have an understanding of where we're going. Honestly, if if they if our government allowed itself to put together an honest movement towards bettering black futures, I would be more excited about getting rid of Black History as a whole. Black History. Well, they're about to hand out crack pipes, so. That's not true either. That was Please that was a big old that was a big old like the way that the way that they, the way that they're speaking. Come and get your crack pipes, Joel Biden that, crack pipes. The way that, the way that they're speaking to it. It was just it's just on you know, they a lot of times they've been working on efforts to kind of like work through a lot of these drug epidemics and everything like that. But it was never the money is not going towards his thirty million dollars to distribute. Uh, crack pipes. That's not at all what it's going towards. It's building facilities and stuff like that. But never Obama gave like us that. Obamacare and healthcare, and Joe Biden gave us crack pipes and masks. If they were wanting to give us uh, legacy, <laughs> if they were willing, if they were willing to do something though, where we're actually putting money towards black schools and black communities. When I was younger, I had community center like across the street from my house that like was a place where we got introduced to computers because nobody owned any in their homes and stuff like that. If they would, I would be more, I would be okay with like, all right, we're doing something that's going forward. 
I can not talk about Black History Month because I can do my own research at that at those times. Those those things are accessible to me. Then I can mm. do a little bit more with it versus just but hey, will let's they talk about though? It. Not no. you specifically, no. but I feel like will we, people. We're, we're literally even when we talk about critical race theory, we're literally in a war of hiding the truth of, of the atrocities that America has committed. Hello. So Facts. they will never sit there and go, oh. Let me go look Let's, at it. Let me make this right. right. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. No way. They don't even want to talk about it. Oh, I don't want my kids to feel bad about the fact that they're, they're descendants of. They, but even then, it's, white people listening, your kids shouldn't feel bad about that. They should have empathy and understanding towards their brethren, their brothers right. and sisters out there. Facts. No one's just sitting there going, yo, feel bad about this situation. It's not your fault. You Like, I would never blame you. But I can blame you for the decisions. I'm blaming the Yeah, I blame you for the decisions <laughs> that you make now. Right. I blame you for the things that you that you will do. Well, that you haven't done. No, now nah, I blame you for that. I blame you for the things you've done. I yeah. can only get mad at you for what right. you've done. I can't get mad at you for what your great great grandfather did. That's not you. But if you're sitting there talking about my great great grandfather's a great man and I'm carry his legacy, I right, let me punch you in your face real quick. Yo, but can we? But can we just talk about how? I'm just thinking back to last week when we were talking about Whoopi Goldberg and what she said. And I'm like, are we not equating this to an attempt at almost being on some like slavery never happened? The Holocaust was fake. You know what I'm saying? Like how like they're they're basically trying to go. That's what they wanted to be. Jim Crow. None of that shit existed. If we don't teach it, it didn't happen. And that's literally how it goes, because once it's not documented and not written over time. History is written by the, You know the what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And I'm just like, people, I don't know. The fight The fight just ain't there. We fight in the wrong fights. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because Whoopi is still, uh, Whoopi is still suspended and Joe Rogan just got a few episodes pulled, but I'm, I'm, I'm off. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> in, in light of the Joe Rogan thing, what I do think is interesting, because I'm not, I'm not pro Joe Rogan at all. But my thought goes to, okay, well, he has a podcast. And what is a podcast other than like a podcast is not a credible news source, right? Right. So if Joe Rogan is off over here, popping off his own opinions and shit like that, should he be held to the same standard as a news media outlet? Because we say some awful shit on this podcast all the time. Should we also be subject to being sanctioned for having stuff correct or incorrect? Because, like, again, like a news outlet information. I'm talking about him saying the N word so freely and so often. That's the shit that's offensive to me. Him talking about COVID and whatever other things people say misinformation. Hi, our president literally got on stages and had press conferences giving out information that was not fully complete okay yeah, so right. i don't give a fuck about that the, the quote-unquote misinformation shit because some could call that censorship and you know like the conspiracy theorists would say oh they're just trying to hide the truth i'm talking about this joker being racially insensitive period i think you also just used the correct i i don't i don't at all believe that joe rogan's racist but insensitive sure because he's never and i listen to his podcast and i've been following him for a while like never really He's never said nigga where he was making making an attempt to be ma- like have malice with it. Like, right. you, like you niggas. Just, he's never said that. Never. Like, but like he'll Quentin say Tarantino it. Vibes. Yes. But he'll <laughs> he'll say it and 
he'll say it where he's he doesn't want it, in my opinion, to be misconstrued like oh the n word. He'll just say nigger because we all know what we'd mean when we said the n word anyway. And it's still insensitive because no matter what, uh, I still get riled up when I hear it. Even right. if someone wasn't saying it in, in an attempt to to try to be a dickhead to me, I still would get angry. But um, I listened to his apology, and honestly, I I very much uh, I was thankful for thankful for the fact that he acknowledged a lot of the bullshit he's doing. And what did he say? He admitted he's like, yo. Whenever the first thing he said was like, yo, whenever you have to get online and say. I'm not racist. You fucked up somewhere. Mm. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. that's what he, and he's like, I, he's admitting like I fucked up a lot of those podcasts. He had already took it down, but so that they wouldn't be able to be heard again, but it was too late. I already said it. And he was just talking behind what the things that he said. Uh, and you know, Oh, I'm in this close circle. I'm talking with my friends and I'm saying these things, but I, I, I'm not saying it to hurt anybody, but it still hurts people. And that's where right. I'm wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I was okay with his apology. What I wasn't okay with is all the fucking asshole white dudes in the comment section. Like, you don't need to apologize. He does. He absolutely does. Mm. And even when he has black people on there, like for me, I got to check you. I love you, my nigga, but don't, you can't say, don't be saying that because yeah. it's a very traumatic word. Us not having grown up in segregation, in uh, slavery, Jim Crow era, all that shit does not change the fact that when a person says nigger, it makes it makes me hot. Yeah. I I want to bash your fucking brains in. Yeah, and I could just be walking by you and you not even be talking to me. I hear it, and it does something me, to me internally. That is trauma. That is trauma that is passed down genetically. You can fuck with nobody. Say if there's no other reason why that would affect me in that way, if it wasn't passed down. Right. Yeah. Your boy, uh, Trump. Co-signed his ass, told him stop apologizing. You look weak. That's not you, Joe. See, like wow. that nigga right there. He wow. is somebody like he's somebody that like needs to get his shit fucking. Yeah, he definitely on. needs to get his ass <laughs> like two times. Oh, he's not the, he's not the president anymore. We could talk shit about beating his ass. Like <laughs> he could be again. He could be again. He could run again in twenty twenty four. Yeah, the only the only thing we can hope is that the Rock runs against him because this nigga might win. Oh my, I, Look, exactly. People trying to cancel The Rock too because he co-signed Joe Rogan's apology, basically, and said that he, he would love to go on Joe Rogan's. He said that he would love to go on Joe Rogan's show. Couldn't wait to have a glass of Taramana tequila with him and cheers him because he I felt like that his was apology. Before. He, it was. He, it, and this was not correlated to the N word, but Joe Rogan's just been in the headlines for the past two weeks, so it's all kind of blended together. But but then he, he apologized in between. Oh, okay, okay. The Rock did. So there was two. Like, so what you're saying is, because what I saw was The Rock had said the thing about wanting to go on the show, and mm-hmm. then he retracted because he was like, you know, some I don't even remember the re- like I. He I, retracted because people were trying to come for him, saying. So are you saying that he apologized? He, he co-signed him a second time after the after the no, official no, there was apology? not a second time. Okay. No, okay. I didn't know that he retracted his. Uh, his yeah. cheers to Joe Rogan either. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but that that was smart on his end because uh and I think what The Rock was trying to do, he just as with all things in the media, you gotta give things time to let them play out. I think what he, Rock was trying to do was just trying to be first on the let's turn a new leaf campaign, like 
let's all forgive him. But it, this was before the N-word stuff started coming out. This was still just dealing with like COVID misinformation and all that stuff. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So once the N-word stuff came out, I'm sure Rock at that point had to be like, oh, I, I didn't mean it. But I've, I say this all the time, like he there's some celebrities black, who right? just feel like they're too, huh? He's black. He's, he's half black, right? Yeah, his dad you is black. Seen his pops. <laughs> yeah, okay. look like just, every black dude on TV. In the his dad TV. is okay. is mega black. Yeah, yeah, super. Black. Might as well be named Apollo. <laughs> like, because the fact that his name is Dwayne, I'm like, now that's a black. No, but it's name. not just that. That is Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson's mustache. He got the blackest mustache. <laughs> he got the Mark, he got the Martin Luther <laughs> King mustache. He looks no, like he had three Richard Pryors a day. Yeah, yeah, he's a wrestler. Okay. Yeah, Rocky Johnson. Really? Rock's granddad and dad, two separate sides, right? His dad was one, and then his mother's father was also a pro wrestler. But his they, mom's side is Samoan, and then his dad Samoan is Samoan. Yeah, they they made what? a motherfucking... What, is? What, what was that one more time? Samoan. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's I, I how you say you. it. I see you. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. I see you. I see you. I know. Oh, correct I that shit. You feel me? <laughs> I, I see you. Uh, but they... That's... that's that's a hybrid, some hybrid genetics right there. Samoan and black. Yeah. God, because black people have to uh, genetically just be some big motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> and then Samoans are huge. Just putting that together, there's some giants. Okay, non-stop. yeah, I see. So this, yeah, he's he's a. Oh, yeah. you looked up his mustache. He's the perfect blend. I'm looking at his dad. I was wondering he, he where look, he looks like him. Just he's a spotless yeah. darker. He has a he has the. The Steve Harvey, the original Steve Harvey cut, and the thick Martin Luther King mustache. Yeah, I mean, it explains. That's probably why he calls himself The Rock instead of Rocky. And yeah. Because he's named after his dad. Like, it's cute. It's cute. That's cute. That's I'm trying to remember cute. some okay. of his uh, first wrestling names before he was The Rock because they were pretty goofy. <laughs> but so is Stone Cold. Stone Cold was like, if y'all remember, he had like blonde hair. Yeah, the long blonde. He had long, long blonde hair. hair. Like bleach, and he was a pretty too. boy. He was a he was a he was a, a baby face. He wasn't a heel. Yeah. Oh, his mom was so pretty. Oh, it's anyway, she's still alive. We are fully <laughs> off topic. I'm sorry. The Rock said "nigga" one time, and it blew my mind. I thought it was the funniest shit in the world. He has. Yeah, it seems so off brand for him. He did it during, days. He did it. He did it during an interview uh, with Kevin Hart, and uh, it was a French gentleman, and they were speaking. And I guess one of the words in French sound like he's like "uza uza nigga," and the rock said, <laughs> "The rock said like out loud." The rock was like, "Me, nigga? I, I mean, I'm." <laughs> he's like, "I'm half. What's up?" <laughs> the shit was insane. It's so funny. Like Kevin Hart sitting there, he's like, "You like niggas? I mean, I guess I, I'm half black." <laughs> like, this shit is hilarious. That's it's hilarious. just funny hearing him say "nigga." I bet he probably like. I would love to see the rock. In his real life, not his Booker T his from the Harlem Heat yeah. said it once. Oh, when he said it during the, 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 the wrestling interview. Yeah. Who's gonna whoop this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> he did one of these. He said it on TV too. The nigga said like this. After he said it, he did one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, you know who else said it during a show and they didn't they didn't hear it? uh Raven Simone. Oh, no, for you know for sure she says that. Hold on, but she said it like I never watched that so Raven, right? Ever. Uh but she said it. Where she was arguing with Orlando, what's that nigga name? Brown. Brown. Like they're on the TV show, the Disney Channel shit, and they're arguing back and forth. And she like you. You hear her say, 
you one of those type, you one of those type <laughs> of niggas. And it's clear as day. But like if you're not paying attention to it, you would never hear it. But as soon as I as soon as they wrote like, oh, what the Raven Simone say, I'm paying attention. She said, You one of them type of niggas. On Disney Channel. It made it pass. Oh my God. They ain't got They said Raven would never. Raven would never. Oh, she says nigga all the time. You you 100% sure. She used to be a rapper. I had her. her, She used to be a rapper. Well, no. I mean, that really, I'm making a joke because it was, she was fucking like seven years old. (laughs) Like, it was. Yeah. And I definitely had that cassette cassette album. And um, yeah, play that. Oh, wait. Can we play that, B Todd? Yes. Will that clear the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the copyright sponsorship? Yes. Don't edit me. It's not my fault. Oh, uh, you gotta put gas in the car. That's what makes it go. Wait, you the one that can see the future. How come you couldn't see us running out of gas? I don't know why you want to put my spirits rolling in a big car. I am not the Just like a rude nigga. She was gonna be uh overshadowed by the other argument. She 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 came yeah. just a hair too late. Mm-hmm. Just a hair too she just late. Just like a rude nigga. Hilarious. <laughs> wow. I love it so much. You she would <laughs> you do. <laughs> You're laughing. She went hey, to high school down the street for me. She was North Point, I think. Yeah. I, mean. I wanted Raven so bad when I was in high school, bro. I didn't know that she wasn't looking for the for the men's till much later. She might have been. She open. didn't know either. She, yeah, maybe she, she could have been open to it, but it would have yeah. been. It never would have lasted. You know what I mean? Yeah. She had a much yeah. larger, different trajectory. She's very opinionated. Wait, so clash. she was regular? She wasn't. People didn't know who she was in high school. Of course they did. She grew up on oh. the Cosby Show. I was all about to say, I'm like, how does she? No, nah, but like she it? did that. Like, she was on Cosby Show at three years old. And I'm then... aware, buddy. Did you miss the part where I said I had her CD? I was a Raven fan, not her CD. I mean, I feel her you. But if you are a fan, then you knew that she kind of chilled out around high school because she wanted to have a regular life and go to college and stuff like that. And then she got back into acting around that same time. But she, you know, she she tried to have a, a normal life. She was AT Alien for sure. That's so. Was good. she from Atlanta? That's so Raven. I love that so much. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Who's she up? got like eight names. You're that's up. quick. You're up, Miss CTG. You're up. Fucking situation. You're up, Miss CTG. Yeah. All right. Well, great. You know why? Because we're talking about celebrities running out. Right. And I'm mine is Kanye. Okay. Because <laughs> even though Kanye had a great concept with this Black Future Month that I've looked zero into, have only just seen that he said the name. Um, Outside of that, Kanye has been on my radar because he's out here... Well, my question is... Let me me not... Where are we going? My question is... Let's let's do the question before I give my statement. Is Kanye doing too much and too publicly right now? Yes. Yes. Next topic. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, and that shit right there. <laughs> Catch up on time. <laughs> That's fair, TBH. Um, no, but I mean, like, have you seen my boy? Have you seen between Julia Fox turning her into I, I don't know a vampire, fashion wise, and then 
the things that he's putting out publicly saying, oh, I can't go to my daughter's birthday. Somebody give me phone num- Kim's phone number. Such and such gave me her number. Oh, I he's need a snitch, an apology. Bro. He's text um, I went and got like her last Yeah, like yeah. it's a lot. But at the same, okay, so I have thoughts because one, yes, like you're putting all your business out there. Well, not all of it, but too much of the business. Your family's text business. Messages. The cousins are texting me, asking me about Yeezys. That was funny. Oh, that was tragic. That was hilarious. That I was, was hilarious. People are so fucking crazy. Hey, man, you struggling? How you doing, brother? Right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Is it good to buy the Yeezys? <laughs> anyway, Damn. can I buy some Yeezys? Right, basically. I don't want to um, talk about Yeezys right now. <laughs> right, which is fair. But I feel like also, no, on can. on the main hand, yeah, I think he's doing a lot. But then mm-hmm. on the other side, I feel like the Kardashians have really scared a lot of people into like protecting them and whatever shit that they be doing and how True. they treat people. And so there's a part of me that's almost like a little bit like, you know, it's about time somebody showed that these women are not all roses and candy. Like they be trying to act like they are. Uh, like You see how Chris Jenner is. And so, you know, on some level, they don't always do right by people. That's all I'm saying. No. I think Lamar Kanye is out there on fucking the Big Brother still. Anytime a nigga fucks some shit up, he always gonna want it back. Let's Listen, be clear. It's all theatrics. No matter if it's Kanye or if it's the Kardashians, it's all on purpose. It's all to keep us talking about them. I do feel like there is not theatrics behind like the the kids thing that's just messy yeah that's just messy and i feel for these children more than anything because they're putting this spotlight in the middle of this torrential fight between mother and father and like it's super public and i can tell you like being the kid of two divorced parents growing up that shit is hard man like especially if the parents get to the point where they hate each other there is no way to describe what it's like when your mother and your father who created you together want nothing to do with each other and you are half of your mom, you are half of your dad and neither one of them want anything to do with you. And that does things to the psyche. You know what I mean? Like that, that's so damaging to the kids. And then they want to slap on like, I believe you should be your co-parents biggest cheerleader, no matter what save that trashy headline for somebody else. And if y'all really want to do us a favor, just go away. Just go away. Yeah. But you see, that's what I'm saying. Like Kim went on to the magazine to make that statement. But if it's really true that she's actually in real life holding the kids from Kanye, which again, this, that this is alleged. Okay. Cause I don't, obviously we don't know the truth. I, that's where I say, I'm like, I do appreciate the crack in the facade. We're going out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear you on both fronts, right? Like, <laughs> like because uh, shut the fuck up. Take it in the data, baby. Um, we uh, we've witnessed for years, right? That family just do whatever they want, so long as it's gonna make them a buck. Yeah, and they don't really care about anybody. Right. Kim, however, as of late, even if it is just for the publicity that she would be getting in return, has been doing a lot of good work social in terms of yeah. yes, that social justice work. No matter who it's coming from, we can't deny that it's good work and necessary right. work. Yeah. Right. 
my biggest issue with this whole thing is how much Kanye has turned his back on the plight of black folks to then Mm. use it to help him feel better. Now my black kids. kids, Yeah. You know, now you, now there's a, oh, now there's a struggle when just a, a short couple months, maybe a year or two ago, that didn't exist. This is all right. things in the mind. I right. like this. You, from where he came from, at least musically and ideals that were in his music, he has strayed so far away from that. He has denounced so much of the information that he used to give us within that music. Even on things like Jesus Walk, he talked about how the government works against Black folks. To mm-hmm. dead side yourself with a part of the government that does not necessarily work on the side of black people, and then to blame black folks for a lot of it. Don't get me wrong, I think there needs to be a change with victim mentality as well, and that there is a lot that we can do to help ourselves out. But to sit there and put blame on us at the same time is ridiculous. Yeah. And now he's going through it as a man that I I had been paying child support for thirteen uh, damn near thirteen years now for my daughter. Violent. Why did I think she was younger than that? She'll be 13 this year. Um, At first, it wasn't voluntarily. And I had already been, like, this is maybe a lot of information. I had already been giving her mother money every single week. Every time I got paid, I gave her money. When she first started bringing up child support, it was because we were getting into arguments where I was like, bro, Mm -hmm. like, how much do you need? Like, oh, it's for food. I'll just buy the food because I don't see where this amount of money is going. And then we went and we did it. And uh, we went to court and I brought up my papers and then court said, hey, I'm going to give you this much. And I said, hey, I was already giving here. I'm going to stay here, even if it's more than what I'm supposed to be giving. So ah, so it kind of came to bite her in the ass. Yes, she thought but, she was going to get more from the system. Yeah, but I and, figured this is my daughter. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, 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 no. This no, is no, not no. about you. This is uh, really what I'm thinking about is when women try to weaponize uh-huh. the, mm-hmm. the, the system, thinking that they're going to come up more and, and in it, this case it, it, it really like you could have been grimy but like oh so now i only got to pay 250 bye you know yeah, right. so right. um it's just interesting but going through that, that and then going going through that and then realizing hey this actually is much easier we don't have really? to argue we it's so much easier i think i had i had such a negative connotation to it because i figured if i'm on child support people think i'm a bad father hmm because that's the way we depict it. Yeah. That's the way it's depicted all across the board, no matter what community you come from, that if, you're, that if you your parents pay child, child support, support, then it was because they didn't care to take care of you and shit like that. And that's why I was like, in my head, I was like, people are going to think I don't want to do, I don't want to take care of my daughter and I'm being forced to. Mm-hmm. In reality, it just goes, hey, this is how you help contribute based on how much you're making. And so- boom. If you, and you know what, on one hand, I, I can see your perspective of like keeping it easy, keeping it simple, but I feel like a lot of the consequences inside of the child support system for like, say some shit just happened, like the unforeseen happened and there's like one month where you can't afford to make your full payment because life yeah. happened, you lost your job, sure. whatever. Like now your entire livelihood is at risk. Like you could go to oh, jail, the, you could the lose consequences your job, like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's crazy. If you have a good relationship with yeah. your co-parent, I don't think it should be a part of the system. The consequences are crazy, but uh, 
you know, they kind of are what they are. You kind of put just like you try your best not to put yourself in a situation. Like I, I think a lot more before I do anything because I understand what I have to lose from it. But of all of this is the idea that I know what it's like, and I understand it. That's why I never shit on it. But Kanye shit on it. He shit it on mm. all these. He shit it on all these. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he shit it on all these things, and now he's gone. Now he's reaching back to to the people that he walked past for a hand up. Hey, y'all understand what I mean, right? My black children. You, we know your kids are black. Why the fuck? I'm you so didn't have to say that. that. You tried to. He tried to weaponize black in that in that text. Oh, just for my black kids. Yeah, we know your kids are black, but you're trying to get us on board with you so that you have more support than doing. Releasing all that stuff, I used to do that too, and I hated myself. So you know, Facebook memories be popping up, mm. and I used to write about all the things that my daughter's mother and I were going through. I used to post pictures of all the receipts for everything I buy and all that shit. And I'm just yeah. like, it's not nobody's business, bro. Right. I talk yeah. to I talk to my people that because other people can weaponize it too. Yeah, and it's not even about the weaponizing, <laughs> but it's also just about being mature enough to understand that it's a problem, it's annoying, but it doesn't have to be for the public. No mm-hmm. one's doing any. No one's gonna do anything beneficial with that information to help me out anyway. Kanye's posting this tweet and these pictures of these text messages where nobody's gonna go. All right, I have a solve for this. Nobody. <laughs> right. It's just an. It's just a piece of attention that I did it, where I just wanted. I can admit that I wanted somebody to see from my side that it's not just me. Yeah. So when I posted it, it wasn't wasn't with the idea that would nobody was gonna be like, oh shit, Israel. It, it was honestly for somebody to go, Israel, you're a good dad. Because I wanted and I needed to hear that. I needed that reassurance. I don't yeah. need that no more. So no matter right. how much we argue, no one's gonna say that because I know that my daughter knows I'm a good father. So mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what nobody else thinks no more. He's just mm-hmm. doing this for weird validation and, and it's worse because it's validation from the people that he you turned your back on. Right. And then day posted oh god please bring our family back together so one minute you shouldn't on just saying a concert where you was like oh kim i, I want you no, come back I'm saying, like, this is after he's been posting all this stuff and i need public right. apologies and right. fuck everybody and da, da 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 and then today it's like oh i need to get my family back it's too but then he's also dating anyways yeah <laughs> my nigga you do <laughs> come on anyways he Bye. has some issues, and I and and I think everybody needs an opportunity to work through the things that they go through. But I'm not about to sit here and sympathize with a with a. This, she made you a billionaire, my nigga, and you act crazy. Now you act wild. Um, I listen to. I don't know if you all watch or listen to Drink Champs. It's Nori uh, Noriega's podcast. Right. He yeah. had uh, he had Big Sean on, and I was already a Big Sean fan. But when I tell you this podcast took Big Sean to another level. Of just his mat- of just his maturity and dealing with the situation. Kanye said on when Kanye was on this said that his biggest mistake in his whole entire musical career was signing Big Sean. Was That's signing crazy. Big Sean? Yeah, That's was signing crazy Big Sean. Crazy because he talked about <laughs> how much he respected his hustle and his thing. And he, he said, only said, said good things about Kanye. What was Kanye's? Okay, what was the basis? What what was did he, he said give it because he said. He for said, why he regretted it? Yeah, he said because uh, he didn't say it. He just said that was his big mistake. But he tried to align it with the fact that he felt he felt betrayed because he felt like Big Ch- Big Sean and John Legend didn't support him when he was running for president because of Ooh. their political affiliations. I am fucking done. Are you out of your mind, I'm Kanye? So but Are you but out Big Sean had brought up. He said, a per- Kanye has said, I'm giving all my what? What was he giving back to all the people from Good Music there? Um. Royalties the, or something. The royalties not the royalties, and, um, publishing, publishing yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. And Big Sean's like, 
Still haven't seen it yet. Now we're t- and Big Sean literally is like, mm-hmm. yo, we're talking about a dude that's up bees. He's like, he's a billionaire now. Right. What is what does six million dollars mean to me? To him. And he's like, Big Sean had said that he was, you know, he's got money that's missing and Kanye just he's like, all I'm looking for is my money. Like, it means something to me because I gotta take care of my family. You're up billions and you're sitting there shitting and trying to shit on everybody, talking about how much money you got, but you're not even giving you're not even paying us. Ooh. And it was just different things like that. Like I can't like he he'll try to find a way to make you sympathize with him, just so he can feel better about the trash shit that he does. And I'm I'm not I don't, I don't. It's narcissistic. Narcissist. That's what Donda and Jesus was. His full albums on uh, just being narcissist when he claimed that he's talking about God when he's talking about himself. Yeah, that's a little bit of ritual. I, I don't want to judge anybody, especially not in a Christian context who puts out a gospel album, but there's something that does not rub me the right way when your whole album, Donda, is about worshiping Christ and honoring your mother. And yet none of your actions outside of your music match that to me. Is that what Donda's about? Donda's name is his, his mom's name. I didn't catch either Christian but like if or we, my mom vibes from that. Well, album. it's a heavily gospel album. It's a gospel album. Like it's a it's, it's a gospel album for sure. Like what was the most recent one he put out? Wasn't that Donda? Donda was the most recent. Okay, okay on there and all that. The Donda two is being released later this month, executive produced by Future. Um, but like to when I was still a fan of Kanye, like the life of Pablo was one of his greatest albums to me. And that is also, you can tell like the gospel blend there. And that's kind of a transition point to where he starts going like to his super Sunday services and stuff like that. And, but it, one of my biggest critiques of Christianity and like this just doesn't apply to any of the religion in the context that I'm familiar with firsthand, but it's just like, I'm so tired of people preaching to me about this Christian standard and then just totally living a messy, complete opposite of it. Mm. And I'm not here to, you know, pass judgment on anybody, but stop preaching to me mm. and stop putting that in your music. Cause you are, you are, I don't even know. I don't know. It just pisses me off because it's it's a double standard to me, and I hate double standards. I hate things that lack. Uh, yeah, I hate people who are not genuine. So if you're gonna make a huge profit off of that, I would appreciate if you would even try to live something more respectful just towards your kids. Like I don't care if you honor God or not. You know what I mean? I'm keeping religion out of this, but just stop like hitting me with a message and then giving me crazy bullshit. Monday through Friday, especially when you're leaking text messages with family members and stuff like that. Like, dude's just crazy. It's so a, corny. It's corny as hell. Like, I, it's I, I fucking can't, corny. Yeah. It's spineless to me. It's reactive. Like, I don't think he makes a single smart decision before he acts on any of it. I think he's just, uh, he just reacts. All he's doing is just reacting, reacting, reacting. I wish somebody. In that family, and I'm sure probably Kim has tried, probably tried to be like the calmer head of the two, just because I only believe that she has the ability to possess a calm head. Kanye just seems like <laughs> like he just is going very... off the rails all the time. Well, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not personal friends with Kanye or Kim Kardashian. Like, 
I saw Caitlyn Jenner cross the street one time. That's about as close as I've gotten to the Kardashian family. So it's just this nigga just be wilding. Like I need yeah. a public apology. Uh, uh, my nigga, what? <laughs> Who are you care? Do you, you care? Do you care that somebody wants to wants to fix something with you, or do you want the world to know that they that they're asking? Word. To be forgiven. Some things are just meant to be private. Like why do you? The only reason you would release this stuff to the public is to have a bunch of strangers on your side. Mm-hmm. Strangers are not going to help you raise your children. Strangers are not going to be there to bail you out when, you know, the government comes to collect on money you may owe them. Like, there's family and then there's public. And I just believed in keeping the two separate. But the Kardashian family has done anything but that. And that's how they've amassed their fortunes and their success is, like, everything they do is public and it's, it's done with celebrities. Public, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very curated. They're we a don't living really exhibit. know them. They are mm-hmm. just like, this is the image I want to present. And I feel like if, I mean, one, it's Kanye's narcissism, but two, just, just devil's advocating this, right? Like, cause I agree. I mean, I think it's goofy how he's acting and all that, but I can imagine the stress that you could feel Right. Like if you had been living this curated lifestyle for so many years where, you know, you present you pretended everything was perfect and wonderful and you were heralding your wife as this and all of that. When in reality, it's like messy and they're shicey as fuck. Like you would kind like there's a part of you that when you're out and you're emotionally riled up about it. You like, yeah, I could see wanting to just blow that shit up for a moment. Just like, fuck these people. Like, fuck it. You know, um, but again, I think that Kanye is doing a lot. <clears throat> like big picture, there are children involved, and um, the internet remembers everything. Mm-hmm. And so, if internet this was, you know, maybe like the '90s, or maybe if they just was before they had kids, and it was literally just a feud between Kanye, Kim, and the Kardashians and them, that'd be different. But like right. this is, she's always going to be the mother of your children. And you're always going to have to deal with her if you want to be in your children's lives. And so, like, you just got to keep that shit in mind. So, Mm. you know, but on the petty side, I get it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I get it a smidgen. I'm not even going to hold you. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so thanks for engaging in the dialogue, fellas. That's all I got on Kanyezzle. For oh, sure, we got you forever. Yeah, I was trying to shut me down for a second. You saw that? He was like, "Next question." <laughs> I was nah, because we, because we, because we all sick. We all sick of his shit. Like, it just—I think it's just a collective, collectively sick of. We're just Kim. tired of Kanye. Like, collectively yeah. sick of Kim Kardashian. Like, I don't even know her. She just—I just like I don't even find her attractive. Like, I don't see what everybody sees with this family, man. She's especially pretty. when you see, especially when you see the before pictures. I mean, the Kardashians, I can avoid because they mostly just are kept to the E channel. So as long as I avoid yeah. that, it's pretty much They're out of mind. They're about to be on Hulu. Yeah, it's true. What are they doing on that? They just the, stopped filming with E and they're just doing show. another reality show on Hulu instead. 
Okay, just really quick, since you brought it up, because I'm just like, one, they did this whole to-do about the farewell season of keeping up with the Kardashians, and oh my god, can't believe we're not going to be filming. What did you think they were going to do? I really (laughs) thought maybe they were just about to move out of their lives. I really did. It was naive of me. It was naive. (laughs) And they're not even coming like, they're literally not even trying to create a new name. They're just like, "Mm, we're going to leave the keeping, and now it'll just be the Kardashians. There it is. Choo. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's me being fancy. I noticed as soon as you did it, there was a little bit more of a glitter in your eye. <laughs> I saw your bank. I saw your bank account go up immediately. Yes, yes. You think they got Gucci duct tape, like designer brand duct tape in the house? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, like their kitchen shears are Louis Vuitton. Yeah, they- Absolutely. <laughs> Their plates are Hermes, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, leather? They eat off leather plates? <laughs> how, else, how else do you enjoy the height of others or the height of others? Hello. Okay. I'm well, I can, I can transition nicely into this one. So um, stop me if you've seen this, but I be scrolling on the Instagrams all the time. Mm. And I cannot tell you how many times I see women post in the same stories bible quotes and thirst traps and i just want to have a discussion about what message are we trying to send israel you've seen this where it's just like that's all i'm just like like, (laughs) i'm not i'm not attacking women right now i'm just this is a a general conversation because i would love to hear what the male version of this is as well but you'll just see like Literally, you just see these women post like, rah, rah, like, get you a man that honors you and worships you for who you are, not for what, how much you make or not for how much, and the next thing you know, it's three, three pictures of them smoking hookah, puffing their titties up, you know what I mean? And then like standing at the camera like, yeah, but you know, and then like, why settle for sex when you can have love that's real? And then it's more sex like pictures of them. And I just want to know what message are we trying to send? Is this necessarily good for for the brand? Are you gonna get a I man? Know, I, can't uh, I don't. I find it hilarious. I mean, it's is it is what it is because people are people are taking from you whatever they want to take. They're gonna ignore the parts they don't care about. For dudes that for dudes that see for dudes that see ass and titties. And that's what they're craving. You think they're reading that they, they skip past the the verses, the Bible right. verses. They, right. You double click and skip that the part titties. of the story. I'm not right. looking for this. I'm looking for the ass and the titties. Right. Now, the people that are looking for the Bible verses, I think you're just going to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just hoping for the wrong thing. You're like, oh, she is. She does have a good heart. And then they get cheated on. Maybe they're trying yeah. to show their versatility. Well, also... I mean, at the end of the day, me not being uh, beholden to any religion, but understanding Christianity and the hypocrisy that comes with it. You can't say come as you are and then sit there and judge people as when they come as they are. The idea that you're on a journey with God, your own individual journey with God should be respected as your individual journey with God. It ain't fun to judge. Because the rule is come as you are, change once you stay. Really? Whoa. But then you're, selling, then you're advertising a different product. No. Yeah, what kind of bait and switch shit is this? 
that's not the saying. That's just the energy of the church. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, 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 you the first time you come and you want some raggedy. But if you decide you're going to sign up for membership, I'll best believe you better get you some skirts down to your ankles and some blouses up to your throat. Let's let's take the Christianity aspect out of it and just supplement that with, here, huh? let's just say it's spiritual posts, right? Things about like, your wellness, your desires, things about a healthy relationship. I think, I think that's different because saying if you take the religion aspect out of it, you're taking a lot of the rules out of it, right? You're taking a lot of the um, standards, quote unquote, out of it now. And so when you're just talking about empowerment or spirituality or wellness, there are no rules other than be the best version of yourself, be the most happy version of yourself. In yeah. theory, I mean, yeah. you know, you go to some folks and they no, start kind of some dogma, and so then it's a different conversation. Because if a, if if a woman is saying if she's posting about loving herself and feeling good about herself, and then she posts what you consider to be a thirst trap picture, then it's an expression of her sexuality or her sensuality and how much how good she feels about herself, and it's in alignment. If it's a Bible verse where it's like uh, Jezebel cut the head of Sam cut Samson's hair and a woman is good only if she wears uh, three layers of cotton on Sunday and then she posts the picture in the club. Now she's being a hypocrite. So that's why I feel like, yes, you can take the religion out of it if you want to. But I think the point is different if you are not talking about like religious. Um, Yo, such and such. you just said some amazing stuff. But can Thank we just you. talk about the quality of sound that you have coming on too? Because it sounds fantastic. My game is a it is one top tier right now. I am in the fucking stew today. Oh baby. my gosh! Like my ears are just like, what's up, baby? Take me out Take to me dinner. Out to dinner. <laughs> Take me out to dinner. What's up? What's up? Um, it's 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 funny though because you know most of the most religious people are the ones that be judging uh any any and everybody and it's just like yo let that person live yeah the the funniest thing that the bible has ever said is yeah like we're not supposed to judge and And everybody fucking does it hello yeah everybody does it every sin is the same right so mind your fucking business please and just honestly be grateful that that person if you believe in god and you believe in what god is supposed to represent then be happy that that person is found their God. That's the thing. People, I love that you just said that. It's like what God is supposed to represent and God represents something so different for every, well, maybe not everybody, but there are a lot of Christians who think God is really just this like master omnipotent judge sitting in his robes, you know, in 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 the sky when really God is supposed to be according to even Jesus, right? Like the one who just created us and loves us so much that he would do any and everything for us. He's supposed to be a parent, but yet these people act like they don't know what it means to be a parent. Because let me tell you something, a parent is never going to turn their back on their child completely, never going to condemn their child to a life of misery for doing something that the parent didn't like and give them this arbitrary set of rules and say, okay, don't do it because I said so. Well, parents do that. Uh-huh. They do the last part. The biggest thing for me, and this is where Christianity has always been like misaligned, even from when I was a kid and I was in the church heavy, like baptized, going to church every Sunday, Bible, you know, study, all of that stuff is always 
like it comes back to, so you mean to tell me that you're going to put me here in this space to come learn these lessons in this lifetime and have this experience. And if I mess up one time, you are literally going to condemn me to an eternity of suffering and torture, but you love me unconditionally. Um, you know, it's that's like, how I it, feel about it, it. It completely, the two do not equate. And it's like, I don't, I never can understand how, um, like I, my mom was very, very Christian, you know, when I was in, well, my whole life, whatever. But I just remember like her stance on, on homosexuality and like television, all this stuff. And it was just like, but what are we talking about? So these people are bad and they're condemning and they're fighting against Christianity and blah, 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 blah. But you're supposed to love everyone as your brother, as you love mm -hmm. yourself. Right? Anyway, you absolutely like just hate these groups, this group of people. And then you, it's, it's the, it's the weirdest thing to me. I've, I've never, I've never been able to um, uh, reconcile that. I've never had, um, and it could be different. Obviously it's going to be very different for, for the both of you. Um, I've never had any emotional spiritual. I've never had ties to religion in anything. Wow. Well, one, of, one of my foster mothers actually owned a church. She owned a church and then she was a, preacher at a super church in harlem and Question, i still really quick. Yeah. she owned the church did she no she owned church? a was separate she church she went, to two, she went to two she had two church two churches was she the reverend or was she she the was owner? a pastor at the okay. she was a pastor at the super church uh -huh. and she was a pastor at the church that she she actually owned Found it. Okay. it was her and her mother her and her mother owned one in queens and then we went to a super church on thursdays uh in harlem that she was a pastor at that church that was the most religion I got in my life. And she she got the okay from my parents to baptize us. And I'm almost sure that it was just like my parents didn't care. So myself and two of my younger brothers were baptized and everything. And I've never felt any. You said what now? That means you're going to heaven. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I'm the Christian. Yeah, I don't believe in heaven or hell. But like, I've never had that attachment to it. I've. I don't think I've I've been envious of it. I I will appreciate I can appreciate anybody that has a passion for anything, and even in this because I I look at religion as at least the Bible and parts of it as a therapy session. And if you have the opportunity to pray, which I find prayer to be full on therapy, where you're discussing with whatever you want it to be at the time, something that is going on with you, and you're getting an answer, or you're getting just relief out of speaking your truths out loud. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it because we all deserve that peace of mind. I just, I've never, I've never had anything like close to even feeling like, oh shit, I need this in my life. I just think God is like a hands-off parent. Like he's like, yo, here's the ball. Let it start rolling and see what you get. I think that's the whole point of having free will. Mm -hmm. There is, to me, there is no point to, to, to create something, give it the will to do whatever it wants, but then give it a book of guidelines that they have to follow exactly. <laughs> and what was the point of giving me free will? <laughs> I believe that the true, I believe that the true test of all of us is to have the ability to make decisions to do right, even though wrong may seem like something you want to do too. What if it's not a test at all? Uh, I, I don't care. Either way, I mean, I don't feel like I'm going to either one of those places. 
Um, so it, it doesn't make like even the concept of hell doesn't make any sense. Correct. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I but I like that. Go, yo. I can choose to, like to do something wrong, and you know because I don't believe in the the, the ramifications after death. There's no there's nothing to get wrong. But I choose right, even though it can sometimes be harder because I feel like right for me to do the right thing is what's best for me. That's why I do what's right. And that's what I think God would be happy with. And that's how I live my life. <laughs> that's exactly how I live my life. Like, fuck it. I, I Physically, if I wanted to go out there robbing people right now, there's not much anybody could do about it. Just speaking on how I'm designed physically. I run fast as shit. I'm strong as a motherfucker. And I'm not afraid to fight and shoot people. I've never done it, but I was not afraid to do so. Some blonde dread but, Stock frame running through uh, <laughs> Harlem, but mm-hmm. like if if I wanted to, I could do it, but I'm not going to because I don't think that's the right thing to do, and I think God should be okay with that. But like all these weird Bible stuff, like oh God is a jealous God, like that's weird, right? Why are you jealous? You're all loving. You're the most powerful. You're you're supposed to be the most powerful. You create energy in everything. this in this. In every in of all time, even the concept of time, you're more powerful than the concept of time. Why are you jealous? We could have a whole podcast episode I love you guys about religion. Dearly. I love you guys dearly. And well, um, to go. <clears throat> no, it's not that um it's not that. It's just this totally departed from what the original question was. <laughs> 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 which was about sending True. mixed messages on the online in suitable well, I, partner but i made my stance go off go off then on our little religious sub i know okay sorry about that b todd no where i stand on right. that fully is like it just it really is the the push and pull of wanting to you know, celebrate yourself, especially as women, celebrate your sexuality. Like, sexy is celebrated here, and it is valued in this weird way where it's like you have to be just, like, sexy but not slutty, right? And so there's a, a, a happy balance. I, I don't know if there's a balance. Let me, a delicate line is really the actual word I'd want to say. Um, and I think that there are a lot of people who also really love what their religion gives and brings to them and so they like to share that too so they just sharing all the things and you know the right one gonna catch it because maybe they want a guy who is um uh, a gentleman and a deacon in the streets and a freak in the sheets and so they're trying to they're they're calling him out they're saying hey i'm here here's a be your deaconess here's a different question same (laughs) vein a different question Uh uh-huh do you think people are all trying to catch their next love on social media yes no subconsciously or consciously is it is it purposeful or is it either or it could be it could be either or but i do believe that they are i think social media means too much to the world now i'm always just trying to make my exes um miss me i'm saying with the ability ability and comfort of sliding in dms Does everyone have that fantasy of just catching the eye of their next lover and having a DM discourse and then falling in love? No. I don't know if it's to that extent, but it, I mean, it is, it's the, well, it's the new norm. 
you don't see somebody mm-hmm. in the street and anymore, or catch somebody and be like at school and be like, "Hey, you look that good. Hey, can, can I walk up?" Cool, I, you know, I, I was just thinking about different things that we did in our past. Like yeah. we're older now, right. so where were we doing this? Where we'd walk up to somebody, you know, community pool, shit like that. You don't do that no more because even though those things still exist, they're just not the norm for communication. Right. Social media is a norm for communication. People don't even text as much as they DM the person that they would text. Right. That shit's weird. Is it what happens to the what happens to the thirst trap pics once you're in a relationship? Are you allowed to continue posting them? Is this self-reflection Ooh. or is this to entice somebody? Ooh. Can I can I get my perspective first? Sure, buddy. I think it's the same thing as if you met a stripper and fell in love with that stripper. When you asked <laughs> dating. If I met you, if I met you at, if I met you at this place, right, where you're doing these things, am I? Should I be allowed to ask you to change that? No. Or should and I don't believe I should because I don't that's think the man should be able to ask. But would the would the woman voluntarily stop? <laughs> that's yeah. up to her. That's up to her to decide, and it's up to me to sit there and go. Do I really want to be with this person who's going to continue doing this? I I, I wouldn't want somebody that's going to be that, posting that, titties up online like that. That's just not for me. What if she Israel? Just you post likes other posting. people's titties online for okay. your work. Absolutely. <laughs> We're not talking about my shit is art. Right, right, right. Sometimes, well, it's so I always consider it art. Uh, I just it is like, art. It is. I always consider mine's art because it's not just like I do. I do uh, like look at other people's picture. I'm just like, this, what's the story behind it? This doesn't make any yeah. sense. So then it's right. just titties for no reason. Right. Like mine. At least, like I, the way I decipher it, and it may not be for everybody else, but I decipher where there was a reason behind it, and we have an understanding. So I, I look at mine as art. But again, mm. it's not my business. That's not my girl. Mm. <laughs> so okay, number one, thirst trap pictures in the intention with the intention of catching the next. Um, I do. I think that there's some people who do it for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's anything that's an absolute. Um, personally, I can't really relate because I don't post those types of photos. So, and that's not from a judgment standpoint. It's just like, yes, you do. I post thirst traps. Uh, wow. Well, Please show me them. Miss they- CD barely <laughs> even <laughs> posts. So let me go, let me go find a couple. <laughs> you can hardly get her to post in thirst traps. Please show me Let me go find them. a couple and like a couple. Okay, go, uh, go for these, it. Cause I, these I, cardigan I, shawls. I know. These cardigan shows you got over here with the I'm posting granddaddy thirst traps. Then is what you're saying. Listen, they they got a little extra, they got a little extra Cleveland, too, too Ohio shady. up top. Um, I just personally, um, you know, like I just, I don't know. I think I've just been on social media too long, so it's there's it it that's just not my my vibe. I know too many people. I like there are people from my old church that follow me. You know, family. So I'm like, I don't what they don't need to see. Is mm-hmm. that that they Look don't this. need to do that? So here we what are go. these braids for? Here we mm-hmm. fucking go. There you go. Look at this. You know what? I think I posted one photo one time that was like an, a view from the back. That was cool. why is it, why is this pendant falling down the middle of your chest and this necklace? I can't insane. help weird things. I can't help that. That's good fucking vibe. 
Bro, that is camouflage like cleavage if I ever saw it. Mm-hmm. That's the most narrow window to cleavage I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> a whole inch. Word. A whole inch strip. Um, like the minute hand was at 11.59 and the hour hand was at 12.01. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still going. <laughs> but um, with that being said, I think if I was that type of person and we met and you saw all of that and you liked me, then no, I'm not going to stop doing what I was doing before because now we have decided to be together, especially if my intention for posting was not about you in the first place, which please understand, gentlemen who are out here listening, that most of the time when women post pictures and they look good, they're posting it because they like that they look good. Like we are literally posting it for ourselves. Trust me, if I was, I'm pretty vain. And if I was less conscious of my social media ex, uh, (laughs) you know, social media looks, y'all would see selfies for fucking days because every picture sometimes I'm like, oh, that is so cute. You just look just in the favorites folder. And I'm like, nobody gets to appreciate this art. That's how I feel about, you know, like my shit is art also like is (laughs) sometimes we just want people to appreciate our art. That's all. That's all. Women are art. Thank you. I like I, I I like the idea of just a nice piece of validation. Like I used to post some thirsty thirst traps. Oh, it, it is, it is <laughs> I did not expect validation shit, like, to be weeks. the word. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't know where he was going. <laughs> like a nice piece no, of ass. Validation from I think for men, we uh like when we do it, or at least for me, we don't get the same type of compliments on no. a regular basis of just like even just walking down the block. If somebody, if if a woman found me attractive and I just walked by her, would she go, "Hey, you look good today"? No, it depends. I have I have before. One there time. are women out there, but they're far fewer sure, than the yeah, ones. It's way like far fewer in between like when you're you. in that circumstance. So you some. So, so what I used to do is Jay. post these pictures <laughs> of like my nakedness because I know what ladies like. Oh. Did Nick. you ever show your back? My back, my front. I used to post gray sweatpants pictures uh, where you could fully see my imprint and everything. Oh? Mm-hmm. They could see your Nelly? It wasn't on Nelly. That shit was a full-on <laughs> Andale, Andale. <laughs> goodbye. Good fucking bye. What's happening now? Um, I used to, but, it, but it felt nice. When you would get those hard eyes in your in my when I would get those hard eyes in my DMs, but the with the big shocked eyes, oh that shit felt mad good. So I do understand it. Like I I used to love it. No reason. Um, yeah, I, but- I would dead work out at home and then strip down to my drawers and be like, man, just finish this crazy workout. I didn't work out in my drawers. I was dead suited up. But <laughs> but the picture looks better and the responses feel better when they see you like that. But I feel like to Miss CTG's point, men post selfies for outward validation whereas yes. women post because they just like that to be noticed and not looking for necessarily outside validation but just they felt they look good and they wanted to celebrate it themselves and far often women celebrate women and those selfies more often than dudes do dudes just creep Maybe hit a double Back. tap and creep oh, on by, slide into the DMs, DMs or whatever. Like, right. The heart the, the DMs is always hilarious to me. Right. I'm just like the likes and the comments are. I really like what you did with your hair, sis. Guy. You know what though? That I, I love that. I I just posted a selfie the other day on my story, 
And when even my boys be like, damn, yo, your hair getting long. That's what I'm talking about. Is I'm like, <laughs> I get fat, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Like, B time, when, when, when we compliment you on your beard, somebody's like, yo, man, that, be, that don't make you like, oh, shit. Man, he's nail off beard. Look, he's doing it right now. Right? I mean, because my beard looks super ratty right now. Like, it's got at least three different well, your bandwidth patterns. has protected you from us really seeing. Um, yeah, you can't really some shit right now. Just wait till I get. Real internet when I moved to Atlanta instead Ooh. of this government internet. What you gonna have, Bell Atlantic? Not Bell Atlantic. Bye. Word. Is do they a southern company? Sit? I know, but the south, the south is the south is always behind. So I see. No. You gonna have nine X Southern power. Am I aging? MCI? Am I MCI? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Are we aging ourselves right now? These young okay. bucks don't know about this shit. They don't pin drop, baby. Mine spring. Remember the pin drop? Remember the pin drop? Pin drop. Bing, pin drop. Bing. When MCI and Sprint joined together. Mm-hmm. That shit was fire. That commercial was OD. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right, is what you got, man? Because we gotta get out of here. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I got a question uh, that's I find hilarious, and I just want to know if we owe an explanation to it. Do we owe an explanation when we get into a situation uh, that has no clear direction? To explain, so what are we? Who are we owing the explanation to? The person asking the question. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Of course. Yes. Why? Because just because you don't, doing, fe- just because you don't have feelings, it's selfish to therefore. No, no one said we didn't have feelings. I just said I didn't have. I don't feel like I have to explain. Like, again, I didn't, not that we don't have feelings, but if we're in something that has no title, that has no clear direction. But if somebody's asking you, so what are we? They are looking for clearance and direction. Just because you don't want any direction, you want things to stay status quo the way they are because it's easy. And the minute you put a label on that, responsibilities come together with those labels. So if someone asks you, so what are we? They're looking for confirmation or validation. They're either looking for you to say, okay, this is going to be what it is. Thank you for confirming that you don't have anything. I don't. I want to prevent myself from developing feelings or getting further. I don't really do that. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say now? She's so said- terrible. Not in the mic is fantastic. I can hear all the bullshit she be saying. <laughs> can't hear shit over my neighborhood said, right now. She said, what the fuck? She said, I don't even be explaining all that. No, I said, what I'm saying is, because he's saying, oh, if you tell me what we're doing, it'll prevent me from catching feelings. And that's not, that It does not. Do that it. ain't true. Because you can tell somebody a, to your blue in the face, mm-hmm. yo, we're just chilling. They're going to hear what they want to hear. Week come, so are we in a relationship yet? No. Stop calling no, me No, we're boyfriend. still not. I mean, I've been, <laughs> I've been that before, but. In my more recent years, now I know I'm not gonna fuck with somebody or I'm not gonna put in the time if they're just like this is this is what it is. This is cruising altitude. <laughs> I uh, I just don't. You know, I've been in situations where it's just like we're we're honestly just having sex, man. Like we're not doing anything. Like we haven't. I haven't put in any effort to 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 want to do anything past just sleeping around. Like we'll only text each other. Like hey. You free for the night? What's up? Do you want me to come over? Then why would you ask me that? Yeah, I was like, that doesn't really feel like a situation that requires a question. Unlike, yeah, like, like what, what they should be saying to you is like, hey, this has been cool, but I want something more. 
or something different, are you open or not? That's yeah. like, I don't, at that point, I don't think it's a question. It needs to just be like a statement that requires, of conversation. That, that you know requires a level of maturity, though, to oh. be vulnerable enough to ask that question, though, don't you think? Or at least yes, receive the answer that comes with that question. Yeah, of course. Because that's I half the reason they don't, don't ask no question you're not ready for an answer. You don't want to. Answer. Hello, somebody. That's Hello. a whole another sermon. Don't ask Hello. a single question you're not ready for the answer to. You're ready for it. your version. You ain't ready right. to find none of it. Right. If, um, before you before my daughter before my daughter's mother and I got together, like when we first started, before we started dating, I was messing with this uh this girl I used to work with. She was much. She was a couple years older than me. She her sister is older than me as well. Uh, but she's like, hey. Um, you know, I think that you'd be cool with my sister. Like, y'all should meet up. So, like, I went to go meet her sister, um, and we talked, and we we had a great conversation. And then, like, as I was leaving, she's like, "Yo, so, like, what are you looking for?" And I, first of all, I was, I was thrown off by the question because I think it was a very forward question that doesn't really happen that often, especially from a female to a male. And I was like, "Oh, that's nice." She's like, "Listen, if you're trying to date, like, let me know right now. If you're just trying, if you're just trying to like." casually like sleep together and stuff just let me know because i don't i don't want to be playing games and i was like oh shit that's very that really caught me off guard but let me just keep it 100 with you because you asked me i'm really not trying to i don't think i'm trying to date right now right so we just was doing our thing she hit me up like come over i hit up like yo you cool if i come through and we had it that went on for a while and then eventually it just fizzled out i like i just we just weren't doing it anymore like i didn't want to go over there no more a uh, couple months later, my daughter's mother and I started dating and stuff like that. And she found out. Ooh. Right? She finds out, obviously, because her sister's still working with me. And she, and it turns out that her and my daughter's mother went to school together. Right? They were friends. I didn't know that information, but she she hit me up one day. She's like, oh, I'm going to tell her that we was doing this and we was doing that. And I was like, yo, weren't you the one that say not put no feelings? Like, you're not trying to, like, you said if this is all we're going to do to not bring no feelings, why are you acting like this? She went off and she tried to. I told my daughter's mother first. I got it. I was like, hey, listen, I didn't know that y'all went to school together. That wasn't my intention, none of this. But, like, I used to mess with this person. Uh, and she tried to light me up and get my whole relationship canceled before it even started just because she got all of her feelings wrapped up about it. That's why I don't like this. So what are we type things? Because they, they be full of lies. All these questions just for people to betray the answers that they're going to give you anyway. Like, I don't, I'm good on that. If you feel like somebody is catching feelings way past what you've described that you're willing to get into, is it then on you to sever ties? It should or is be. it just I've, fuck I've it? It's on them I've, if they fall. I'm gonna get no, this I've never done it. I think, I think as an adult, like a true adult now that I would nip it. I would have to, because I'm not, I don't want to be responsible for the hurt that could come along with me not saying anything. Like I've turned down vagina because of that. Nah, we're cool. We're mad cool friends. You like me more than I like you as not friends. And if I do this, yeah, it's going to be great, but you're going to like me even more. And I'm not going to like you anymore. And you're gonna Damn. get upset, but that's the reality of it. I, I'm not into you, and I'm not into you like that. Having sex with you is not gonna make me fall in love with you, unless you got that. Wow! <laughs> Gog two thousand. Gog Gog three fifty with the pump action. <clears throat> uh, but but like yeah, I think I think we owe it to 
other people to, to sit there and nip it. I would nip it just because once it's one-sided clinginess, I'm not attracted. Like, it's, it's so like, such a turnoff. It's such a turnoff. It's Ugh. such a turnoff. What do you oh describe? Gosh. What what qualifies as clinginess? This girl just trying to woke up with somebody at, that you like. Nah, this girl woke up at six in the morning. I had basketball practice, and I was going from the Queens to the Bronx, which was going to be a two and a half hour train ride. And she woke up to try to come with me at six in the morning, and we had Did she only not one... have none to do. I don't give a fuck. That was too. No, much no. Me. What I'm saying is like to me, I feel like when where clinginess happens is when two people's schedules or just like life things are misaligned so it's you know it's like to me when i know i'm trying to build my business and sometimes i'll be up working till four o'clock in the morning or you know i can have a meeting at this time and then you know like somebody who want to be up under me all the time got it um is that feels i didn't mean to (laughs) that feels that feels that feels clingy right but um if we are both equally busy they're not they got shit to do also so i don't have to worry about oh you trying to be around me all the time because you got things to do and i got things we're not i learned that there's a physical you know what i mean like cleanliness can be measured in other ways we're not just talking about cleaning up a schedule and finding a time that's passable for both of us to meet and enjoy each other's company i'm talking about like We're not even exclusive, and you're trying to hold my hand. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yo, goodbye. You need to grow up, okay? And I'm not even a PDA person, but that don't qualify. Bro, stop that just my qualifies hand. as physical affection. Get Literally, over yourself, bro. Only time it don't mean shit you. other than she likes to be in physical contact with you. I told y'all before, this girl used to hold my hand before we got up, before we got out the, before we got onto the sidewalk. Like, we just closed the goddamn door. You got to hold my hand now? Jesus Word. Christ. Listen, listen. Like, we just closed the door. You don't like I'm not into the the physical public PDA. So this is me just stating regular facts, but I'm just saying, like Fuck your you're not about to call somebody clingy because they want to. We don't dwell in the facts. realm of facts out here, right, homie? That right? pure emotions. We're not right? when did, first of all, when did you start bringing in facts? All right, you supposed right. to forget everything. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now we facts out here? Get out of here. <laughs> Clinginess is you like calling or texting me daily when we're just chilling. Like some people like to talk every day. Cool, not me. I'd like to talk to every day to my girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? But not, Uh but not my Thursday night. You feel me? No, that's true. Right, like chill. I don't care about your personal life. I will ask those questions when you're in my boudoir. Because that's how I'm going to eventually make my way to those pantalones. Aww. I love I love bilingual beats. Huh? <laughs> hey, he fucking culture. You sons of bitches. Trilingual today, baby. Anyway, <sighs> I don't know if we answered your question, but we got to go regardless. So. We sure do. No, I just, I just like As confirmed thoughts. verbally by Miss CTG. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody even knew what I was for talking everybody about. everybody at home, I typed something in the notes privately for the three of us to see, and then she just goes, got it, in the middle of her explanation <laughs> got it to y'all. Is. Got it, is. Hey, look up, nigga. 
It was she so really funny because like my different. brain was just like I was just talking and reading and processing, right. and I didn't mean to actually like acknowledge it verbally. But she it thought was she had like, think to text. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time, but we have enjoyed your company. Have you enjoyed ours? If so, leave a message, leave a review. Go ahead and go on to Spotify. Go on to iTunes. Click those five stars. Give us a lovely, luscious review of our five-star performance. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Mansers Pod. Give us your questions. What do you want us to discuss? Do you want to come on the show? Hell yes, you do. Sign up today. Slide in our DMs, you ho. Ladies and gentlemen, that can be ho, male or female. Either. We are Mancers, the Toxic Podcast, for a better tomorrow, and we will see you next week. It's Mancers. It's Mancers. It's Mancers. It's Mancers. It's Mancers, and we'll see you later. Yeah.